Alton Towers have announced a series of events for 2021. They're opening a garden centre and they've also announced the arrival of the Retro Squad, which is basically the, the fairgrounds that we talked about previously. So we'll get into that. And finally, Velocicoaster is opening on June the 10th. I'm joined today again with Coaster Sam and Brett. How are you doing, guys? I'm doing well, thank you. How are you? Not too bad, thank you. What about yeah, you, Sam? Very, very happy to be here. Thank you very much for having us once again, Mr. Ryan. No problem. I, I like having you around. It's, um, you know, it's very nice. It, it makes me look a lot better if I have, to have you around, because I don't think anyone's interested in listening to me for 20 minutes, so... You know, you add that extra pizzazz, don't you, to the shows? We've had to listen to all the takes you just did for the intro to this podcast. So, <laughs> I mean, someone's got to listen and, and, you know, and, and take in all the random stuff you say. Okay, so the first thing we're going to talk about is the new events for 2021 Alton Towers. We've had an announcement that they're going to be bringing for the first time a Mardi Gras uh, event starting from the 22nd of May. We're also going to see a summer of fun, but we're not entirely sure what that means. We're also going to see the return of Oktoberfest, Scarefest, the fireworks in November, and finally, Santa's sleepover over the Christmas period. So, Brett, you're Alton Tower's number one fan. What do you think about these new events for 2021? I don't know about number one, but it's got to be up there, right? It's got to be like top <laughs> five, something like that. Top, top top three maybe yeah yeah maybe yeah yeah probably second there's got to be someone out there that's crazier than me um <laughs> yeah i'm actually really excited about all these events because i i think finally we're starting to see a little bit more entertainment at theme parks in the uk and as as far as i'm concerned i'll take that over a new ride at the minute because the entertainments especially on towers has been lacking over the last few years and, and the more we see, the better. Uh, one really cool thing we have spotted uh, on the lawns, they've got a big stage with all the um, benches out. Uh, on the stage actually looks as if there's a lot of steampunk-related theming. So uh, do we think that maybe this summer of fun will encapsulate kind of a, an, a Sir Algernon-style show, maybe? Something along those lines. I think it would be really nice to see an actual full production at Alton Towers for once because the last one we had was the, the the pirate show which has been gone a few years now I am um, so actually on my visit to Towers in August we stayed at the Alton Towers Hotel because we were coming down from the south and as a part of that and as part of the evening entertainment they had their seniors and bands right for the hotel in the grand in the like conference centre bit in the grand kind of ballroom if you like the main room underneath the conference centre or the top whatever and as a part of that, they had some of that steampunk um, set pieces and they look very similar. So I'm not sure if they've taken the set pieces from that kind of hotel entertainment um, and kind of are now going to incorporate them into that big stage uh, or if they built new steampunk set pieces. But they, they did, I have to say, they didn't look extremely similar. Also, we did see the dodo. Um, I can't remember the character's name. But we saw the dodo for Oktoberfest come out, which I believe is related to Sir Algernon. I think that's his like sidekick, right? So, or the Yeti technically is a sidekick, but I don't know if this is like another sidekick because um, it looks like it fitted the Sir Algernon vibe well. So perhaps we could see Sir Algernon, the Yeti, and perhaps this dodo character all incorporated in perhaps a new kind of character show. 
that would be really good to see. I think a, a, a full show uh, at Alton Towers again would be so nice to see. And I think they're just going to make use of that stage throughout the year. They're going to get some bands on and things like that. I'm, I'm really hoping that, you know, we can chill at the bottom of Tower Street and, and have some live music playing and stuff throughout the year. I think it's going to be such a nice little uh, touch to Alton Towers for 2021. So which events do you think are you, are you guys most looking forward to? Is it the Mardi Gras event, because that'll be the first time, or Scarefest or Oktoberfest, which went down really well last year? Are there any favourites there? Well, the Mardi Gras events obviously don't really happen over here in the UK. It tends to be an American, Hispanic-type uh, um, event that goes on in a lot of theme parks over in America. They tend to encapsulate a parade of some sort so could we potentially see the some form of parade return is do we think that's that's possible uh, do you know i was actually just thinking this the other day especially as they've now kind of put that tagline on the bottom taking it to the streets and there definitely i'm sure will be some stilt walkers some jugglers um i'd imagine they would do something when it comes to beads and throwing beads but i also think they'll want to try and make it They'll want to try and make it unique so it's not, you know, like a copycat of of the universal event that we all know and love, right? So uh, I'm sure they'll try and put their own spin on it. Um, but I think, you know, you're, you're right, Brett. It's going to be so interesting to see how they bring over this very American uh, festival um, over to the UK and how that resonates with, with, the, with the UK audience. Um, I, I think it's going to be something completely different. I'm really, really, really looking forward to it. Um, and I generally just wanted to sort of say about, about these events how lovely and nice it is that we have got a consistent year of main big headliner events similar to what we see in the American parks because that is just bringing bringing more and more people to the park because you you know there's always something new to see so it's not you're not now just relying on investments and ride investments and and uh, you know such and so forth but the, the, these events will now attract those crowds and will make you want to visit even more and more to see the unique entertainment and how they transform the resort and i think it just breathes so much more life and it always creates such a buzz so i am so pleased that alton towers have moved uh, into the more event heavy kind of calendar and i really hope that this kind of spurs a bit of a chain off uh in the parks around the uk yeah, I, I have a feeling that we're not going to be seeing what they do at Universal, where they have loads of floats and people are throwing beads out into the crowds. I'm, I'm not sure that that's going to happen. But yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see stilt walkers and you know people in masks. And maybe you can buy your own Alton Towers themed Mardi Gras mask or, or something like that. So I don't know. When I, when, I, when I always think of Mardi Gras, I don't know if I'm getting it confused with um, the festival in, in Brazil, but I always think of Jaws from, you know, the James Bond film where Jaws is, is involved in a kind of Mardi Gras situation and he has a bit of a fight with James Bond. Do you, do you guys remember that one? No, I do not think of James Bond when I think of Mardi Gras. <laughs> I actually have to agree. I have never thought of James Bond. when th I think of Princess and the Frog. I do understand what you mean. I, I have seen that and I get it now you said that, but that is definitely not my first thought. But you're all into your weird old cult-like films and stuff. So James Bond isn't old and weird. <laughs> do you know, as a, Come on. <laughs> do you know, as a child, I was terrified of the character Jaws 
as in not the shark, but the bad guy from James Bond with the silver teeth. I was absolutely terrified of him. I remember so well us watching James Bond as a family and just, ugh, just being absolutely pet- petrified. Yeah, um, I think I might have been scared of, scared of him as well, actually, when I was a kid. Well, it was, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was Moonraker was the one where there was a, a festival going on. I'm not sure if it was Mardi Gras or not, but there was a festival going on. They were in Brazil and Jaws is there, James Bond is there, they have a big fight and then Jaws kind of gets involved in the crowd and gets moved away, you know, a lovable rogue that is Jaws. Well, one thing that I really hope we do see with Mardi Gras and certainly as these festivals be- continue to become much more of a, a bigger thing, one thing that I always think, and I've, I've spoken about before, but that the UK parks are perhaps missing, is some of that unique theme park food or beverages. So when you think of, I don't know, going to a Disney park or even go to a Universal park or even a SeaWorld park, they all have their specific theme park food that you can only get at that theme park um, at perhaps at a certain time of the year or or in general, like for example, just thinking of a few off the top of my head, Mickey Premium Bars, you can only get on Disney property, American Disney property, um, uh, uh, Dole Whip, obviously, um, if you go to Universal, Brookies are a thing there. So uh, we haven't really ever seen that much, um, uh, that kind of side of things coming into to the, to the UK parks. So I would love to see with, you know, these new festivals, you know, specific limited food items and, and food menus and that that were that were specific to the event that just added a bit more like oh i want to get I, I i've got to get this particular food item because it's only available during mardi gras and so part of my reason why i'm going to the event is yeah sure like i'm going to see with the entertainment but i also really want to try that specific strange food that's only available for like two months you know what i mean so i've just looked at mardi gras food because i really don't know what would be involved but we're talking Cajun shrimp skillet, Fat Tuesday donuts, Cajun butter shrimp and sausage skewers, Cajun jambalaya, uh, shrimp creole. Yeah, it'll be the kind of soul food, won't it? New Orleans style soul food. It'd be really nice. Oh, beignets. So really beignets is a a kind of obvious Mm. way to go, I'd say. Um, which are just they're quite easy i mean they're, they're just literally just like mini donuts really beignets just essentially what they are um they're just a different type of donut that isn't in a round shape but i mean yeah that's a perfect example something they could do that specific that perhaps we haven't seen that much of in the uk or europe or whatever that would just add that niche to the event and make you go oh, i must try that thing or must try that item because i don't know specific food food uh food items uh, is you don't really see that in the uk parks i mean we always have the standard kind of donut places and uh, maybe nitrogeny became a thing for some of the Maryland parks but there's nothing that's that's like such a niche thing that you can only get at that one park so i'd love to see that um throughout the events but yeah definitely it's going to be nice meaty food that's for sure so the next thing is that um Alton Towers are actually now actively trolling the Theme Park Loopy podcast because those of you who listened only maybe a few weeks ago, we talked about the possibility of Alton Towers opening a garden centre and they now have actually opened a garden centre. Now, I'm not entirely sure if this is due to be opened for any longer than what the gardens are open for, but... I think I think Alton Towers have gone for a bit of a bit of a deep troll there. What what do you guys think about the opening of the garden centre? 
were we joking about this? I don't remember. Re- like, I remember talking about it, but I don't remember, like... Like, did we just say <laughs> they should make it a garden centre because then they'll be able to open sooner? Well, I think originally, actually, the, the, the debate was, do you remember when they could only open non-essential, sh- like, non when non-essential shops were open? Or, sorry, not, not when, when essential shops were open. But as a part of that, <laughs> they were allowed to open garden centres in the UK. So we said, oh, my goodness, why doesn't Old Towers stick a garden centre in their gardens and then they would technically just be a giant garden centre and could open up? And that's when, that's how that kind of joke started. And... <laughs> As if they could, as if Alton Towers couldn't get more quintessentially British and represent everything that's English and gloriously glorious Britain. Because I mean, it does it does give that vibe. I mean, you've got so many sort of British institutes, and now finally, as if you can top it off, you've got a blooming garden centre in a, in a theme park. I mean, it's just it's just it is wonderful. I must say, it's so wonderfully bizarre. Yeah, what's quite funny actually is that someone left a comment on one of our Alton Towers videos on YouTube and just put Alton Towers has opened a garden centre now. So <laughs> it just shows um, that, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, uh, Brett, do you, do you see yourself going for a ride on Nemesis and then popping over to get yourself a rhododendron? No, so what do, what I do was you think? just thinking this now. This was the thing I was about to say. Um, because we all know that, that merch is a big thing at Alton Towers. You know, there's a lot of merch collectors, me included. Um so does that mean that, you know, like Posies now count as Alton Towers merch? And if so, are they going to be sold on eBay for 300 quid in a few months' time when they're not there? If, the, <laughs> if they're Smiler-coloured, oh, then yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, actually, that's such a good thing. Do you think they could start selling, like, ride-specific? <laughs> like, like orange, like they take a rose or something and start, like, dyeing the petals orange or something and then calling it, like, the Oblivion Rose or whatever, or, like... The Rita, the Rita flower bed, or you know what I mean. You could actually, you could actually go to town, couldn't you? You could make like flower arrangements in beds that represent um, different rides, or like you know, you get those beds that you can buy in like a set where they're like the little. I'd, I'm not good on my flowers, but they're like the little flowers that you can get in loads of different colours, and they're kind of flat. Um, you could generally, I'm sure, if you did it right, you could create like ride logos in like little flower beds and then just have it as like a piece that you could just plant into your garden so so what we're saying is in an if in a few months time <laughs> we start seeing alton towers related flowers we know for a fact alton towers that you're listening and we we know what you're doing if we now see alton towers related flowers in any way at the park there's there's someone listening yeah, hey, we better be getting some royalties to this or something because surely. <laughs> yeah, would you, and it... would you buy that, Brett? As a generally, as quite a serious merch collector, and someone you know that rightly so has a fantastic already, a uh, 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 lack of a better word, uh, a flowering collection of merch. Would you honestly? Would you buy if they made like a, a flower arrangement or like put their logo inside a flower bed? <laughs> would you buy it and plant it in your garden? No, <laughs> no. I mean, firstly, I have a yard at best, um, but but no. I I think even I would draw the line at, at Alton Towers related flowers. Funnily enough, Sam, that you should say that in the part of my garden that I'm turning into an allotment at the moment, I was gonna get some some wicker and I was gonna kind of theme it 
like as a wicker man allotment. You're so, kidding. so if I can get yeah, and I'm gonna have like some some wicker man attire down there, and some some like wicker fences and things like that. It's gonna look great. So, make a wake, make like a wicker man of some sort, and just put in the middle of the flower bed. Yeah, exactly. If someone wants to build me a big bob to put in the garden, I'll um, I'll, I'll look into that because I I have made um actual like full size wicker men before when I did an art course in college. <laughs> it's gonna be good. Right, moving on. Uh, let's talk about the the retro squad. Now we just before we did our recording, we watched a very impressive video by Alton Towers. Uh, had the corkscrew on there. Had the uh, the old pirate ship on there as well. Uh, what this retro squad we, we think is, is the announcement of the fairground rides. So what do we think about this announcement today? Firstly, as soon as you finish listening to this po- podcast, you need to go and watch this video. It's on the Alton Towers Facebook official page. It's so good. I I I know a lot of people aren't fans of the uh, of the fairground rides, me included. However, I'm annoyed that how how much effort they've put into this video that could be related to these. I part of me really hopes it isn't to do with these fairground rides because the video has it's just so good. It's such a throwback to the '80s. It's got um, all these little hints in in the background of the video. It's all kind of cartoony and and has that retro vibe to it. I think. We assume that it's to do with obviously these these three or four fairground rides that they've put up, um, which is I'm glad that they're at least acknowledging them and not just plonking them down and 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 saying oh there's some more rides there did did you know that, um, but I'm annoyed that they've gone to this much effort because I've not seen that much effort put into nostalgia for Alton Towers related stuff in probably ever. And it's to do with some random fairground rides. It's a shame that they don't put that much effort into the nostalgia for other things around the park. Well, this sparks quite a good question, doesn't it, Brett? Because could it be just for the acknowledgement, as you say, of the of the fairground rides being kind of older style rides that people will know and remember? Or are they maybe going to turn the arrival of those into almost kind of a a separate event? Perhaps like I mean, I, I was we were talking about this earlier, and I said, what if they did a kind of uh, kind of a, a funfair throwback, right? Where they had like eighties music blasting around the lawn, and they had maybe some lights up at night, and and it was almost like a separate ticketed nighttime event where you know they had, as you're saying, like all the loving, loving, you know, candy floss of the funfair, and lots of, as I say, lights everywhere, and you know, I'm sure they could have David Bowie blasting around, and and everything like that. It'd be really, really fun, and uh, but did like an eighties kind of night like themed event almost as i mean because as we say i mean th- this video is a proper like commissioned cartoon they seemingly have got on their hands you've just sparked a thought in my head that might might be connected um recently there was a photo taken uh through the window of towers trading uh and you could see there was some new merch in there including a blue incredibly gaudy kind of 90s style uh, t-shirt it was like blue with yellow cuffs to it uh, and on it was the old corkscrew logo with like when the corkscrew opened and closed could that potentially be connected to this in some way 
We also recently saw that Thought Park started doing some new merch for this year. And they had a lot of old ride pins. So they had the Storm in the Teacup pins and stuff like that 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 were kind of celebrating the older rides. So they tend to, to go hand in hand, the Merlin parks. They'll tend to have similar style merch across all the parks. Could that be tied in with that somehow? Maybe we'll see a bit more retro merch, which I, for one, uh, I'm all for. I, I will buy as much retro merch over the newer merch all day. One thing that I was always really gutted that I could never buy from when they did their the uniform sale was they sold these kind of red bomber jackets. There was only two of them available. And they were just nice and plain, really lovely, kind of weathered, worn, red bomber jackets with the like old Towers logo on, right? And that, again, was very, yeah, I think it was 90s as opposed to 80s. But even still, like you're saying, Brett, what if they did some sort of retro event where they sold retro merch and the whole thing felt very, it was celebrating the the days gone by. um, And it was almost for those fans and those people that wanted to really suck up the atmosphere. And even if it was just a limited time, you know, from like a couple of weekends over the summer, I think that could be such a moneymaker and just so much fun and totally different. And we've never, ever seen really, truthfully, a theme park in the UK actively and openly celebrate their past. It's always about what's going to come next and what's new. But no one's actually stopped and said, actually, hang on, look at what we've achieved, look at what we've done. And I think if anyone's going to do it, Towers has got such a rich history um, within the the tourism and, and, and theme park industry that they should celebrate their past. And this would be a perfect opportunity to do that. And the final piece of news is that Velocicoaster is finally opening over at Universal Resort over in Orlando, Islands of Adventure. This looks like a fast-paced, action-packed roller coaster with some really interesting, intense-looking elements. Even more impressively is the lighting package, and we've seen all the slow-mos of it going around the track. So, Brett, uh, what, what do you think about Velocicoaster? Is this one of your bucket list coasters that you'd like to get on? Yeah, I think I've said it before. I am so excited about this roller coaster. I, I've, it's very rare that a single roller coaster makes me want to book a flight somewhere. And I think this has done it for me. That It just looks so good. I know a lot of people are saying that the one that's opening in Europe, that's a, um, a newer Intamin style coaster, looks a bit better in terms of layout. But I just think it, as a whole kind of package, the theming and everything looks so, so good. It's got the little pre-show elements to it as well. Um, yeah, I'm super excited for this. And uh, I haven't managed to get over to the States yet, but... Uh, this has definitely persuaded me to to look into it a bit more. Yeah, I mean, I think Universal are really smashing it out of the park at the moment. We only saw Hagrid's opening not so long ago, and now we're seeing Velocicoaster. Uh, there's there's so much, and and then obviously we're going to see the Epic Universe opening down towards the bottom of International Drive. There's so much coming to Orlando that it's you know we're just going to have to. I just can't wait till everything opens and and to get back over there again. But but yeah, if there's one coaster that that you you would get on a, a plane to go onto, that would be Velocicoaster, as well as uh, Iron Guazi. 
but that's down at Tampa Bay. But that's well probably well worth going for as well. I reckon. I would still choose this over uh, Iron Glassy. I think. I know it looks incredible, um, but it to me it looks like you could just do Steel Vengeance and and get the same thing. Um, so yeah, I think this one kind of pulls me in a lot more than Iron Glassy. I think. I mean, as if we needed another reason to go to Florida and as if Florida also needed to top themselves as the theme park capital of the world. They have done it consistently over and over. And if anything's to show, you know, there is so much activity. I mean, you were just saying, Ryan, of all the of all the major investments that have come recently into those destination, like world destination theme parks and Velocicoaster is outstanding. And can I just say that the marketing that that the coaster has completely marketed itself right because of its it's it's how beautiful it looks right not not only with its layout but how the track forms over that beautiful bridge and uh sort of hugs the lake it it looks outstanding and 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 by the fact that they were just running it because i reckon that this coaster probably could have opened if they really wanted it to they probably could have opened earlier way early this year but they just ran it over and over and over because they knew that everyone would be consistently walking past taking pictures and they slowly with the opening of these new pathways and bridges have offered up new shots and new vantage points and viewpoints to look at the coaster to then allow people to take new pictures of the areas and that markets itself and now everyone wants a piece of this coaster and it is going to be absolutely phenomenal it is going to be as big i'm sure as opening day of hagrid's and what about that viral marketing uh, showing the coaster in the background and the couple arguing about infidelity? You know, that was a, a cracking piece of viral marketing Loved as well. Loved that. That was brilliant, mm. that was. Mm. Did that go did that go proper viral, did it? Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah, I didn't realise. I, I, I had a mate send it me. I thought he just managed to stumble upon it looking at videos. I didn't realise that it kind of uh, went away, you know, because she was shouting all sorts, you know, that you gave me an STD and stuff like that. It was good. I did enjoy it. I, I To be fair, I, I watched the rest of the video in hopes that they would just come back. Yeah, that's it, that's it. it. Was, but honestly, this coaster <laughs> looks nuts. I mean, even the theming around it, it the, the rock work involved, I mean, it's just phenomenal. And the torches and uh, talk about if they needed to add new life to that Jurassic Park, Jurassic World franchise. I love that they've carried that on because that is such a unique and, uh, and strong IP for Universal and a draw to the park. And for ages, really, um, uh, Pterodactyl, or I can never pronounce the name of the dinosaur, but the, the Flyers ride, which has obviously been a bit... Um, touch and go whether adults can go on it and things and the river adventure have only really been the main draws of that area but now they've got a huge coaster and if anything i think this is putting islands of adventure as probably right now the number one theme park in the world in terms of thematic coasters and experiences it's i mean it's unbelievable what they've got there Okay, so before we wrap up then, uh, Sam and Brett, do you want to remind everyone where they can find you on the interwebs? Sure, you can find me on uh, Instagram at Theme Parks by Brett, where you can find all of my models I've been making and all my theme park related artwork. And and hopefully when we can get to theme parks, I'll be posting lots more on there as well of my my adventures with with you two, because uh, fingers crossed we can get to some theme parks together this year. 
Yeah, and you can follow along with me at Coast to Sam blog on Instagram, where we post opinion pieces, news articles, um, and we even have our very own Theopop Trivia game show, which I'm actually determined to get both of you on the show at some point, or at least, I mean, Ryan, you've starred in a blog. Um, Brett, I want to get you, I don't know, I just really want this to become a uniting bond. Now that this has all been a thing over the last year, I guess, and over lockdown, I think now's the time that we really join forces and like, yeah, you're going to be seeing a lot of these two, hopefully in vlogs and blogs and posts to come. That's for sure. I want to be in your theme park trivia show anyway, just because I'm a massive fan of it. I just think it's the coolest thing ever. I honestly don't think I could find a better candidate for uh, uh, an Alton Towers 2021 video. And actually, I would have to really search far and wide for questions that are actually going to challenge you. Because I don't know that I'd be able to... Yeah, well, I'll have to figure that out, definitely. I'm going to have to do some research now, aren't I? Just to kind of live up to the hype, really. Research? You don't need it. You're absolutely... Gosh, you could you could honestly name one thing at Towers and you'd be able to tell you the name, the date, who created it, <laughs> all this kind of stuff. I mean, it's, hey, it's, it's fab. I managed to escape the quiz at Flamingo Land. I ended up uh, putting Charlie on, on the hot seat instead, so... Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I don't know if I... I did try and get Ryan on it, and I was I was trying, but he wasn't having it. He wasn't keen. He was just uh, uh, he was yeah. Charlie ended up being being the being the victim for that one, but um, but I tell you what, it was a that was a great that was a great park. I was very you know that was to, for that to be my first ever booster bike. It's a great it's a great weird weird and great sensation. Well, like, loads of fun, loads of fun, loads of fun, right. Thanks for joining us, and uh, you know how to get in touch with uh, Sam and Brett, and you know feel free to contact them and DM and chill and and join the fun and uh, maybe send Sam some Malaysian curry burgers in the post. Oh, for goodness sake! Know. For goodness oh, my favourite. <laughs> Love those curry burgers. Love those curry burgers. But in the meantime, thanks for joining us, uh, and that has been the Theme Park Looper News.